0: episode 45 of the Whatnots Review Show, where each week we pick a story and we talk about it. This could be a movie, TV series, anime, manga, comic book, scripted audio drama, all kinds of entertainment. We watch it, read it, listen to it, and then we come back here and we talk about it. My name is Melissa Wilkinson, and I am joined as always by Kyle Springer. Kyle. Howdy. How are That's you today?
1: I am good. Um, we uh, had a bit of a delay this morning. Yeah. I d- mistakenly decided to update my computer like mm. 10 minutes before we were about to start yeah. and then I was like I shouldn't have done that should I <laughs> and then I hooked up and it's like you have half an hour left on your oh, no. uh your update so that that was not uh what I expected but I, I did have my Amazon package come in so now I have this sweet backlight yeah thing going on and I can Changed it to different colors. And now we have like a pink and yellow thing going oh, yeah. on. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mentioned it to tell you. The light is actually red. Mm-hmm. But because it's on the white wall, it makes it pink. But I think it looks good. Yeah. So here we are. Talking about stuff.
0: <laughs> no, I like <laughs> it. I like the, the colored lighting a lot. I used that extra pocket of time to just put on too much makeup today. There you
1: go. <laughs> Sounds fun.
0: Mm-hmm. I recommend it to everybody. Just put on too much makeup some
1: morning. So it's <laughs> it's calming. There you go. Uh, well, what are we talking about we this week? We
0: are talking about uh, The Artist. This is a 2011 film. This is directed by Michael Hazanavicius. You made a movie about me? <laughs> <laughs> So, Kyle, they made a movie about 1920s Hollywood and the transition from silent films to sound films. And this is itself yeah. a silent black and white, like, written the dial. You're mainly style. silent. Yeah, mainly silent. Uh, dialogue written on the tile cards, the whole thing, old-fashioned style, silent picture. Uh, and it took home the 2012 Best Picture Oscar, because I pitched you a bunch of Best Picture winners. Yeah. It's about time we class up our film library around here. And there could be no classier choice than the artist.
1: <laughs> Last week, you, 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 you were like, it's about time we classed up the show. And I was like, hey, what are you trying to say?
0: I mean, I am the person that has been pick- pitching like the bulk of our movies. And it has been like, oh, how about Wet Out American Summer? So like, it's on me.
1: I mean, hey, that's a pretty classy movie, if you ask me. <laughs>
0: It's got astrophysics and everything.
1: <laughs> everything, yep.
0: I This was a movie I didn't really know anything about. I mean, the visual style of it, of course, is very memorable because there hasn't been a silent movie made like this in decades. So I remembered like, the way it looked. I remember that people were excited about it. I knew there was a dog in it, and the dog was very good. But this Dogs. was one of those movies that like, after Dogs. that awards Dogs. season seemed to die out, and I haven't heard anybody mention it in years and like while i was looking up the movie like i had to type in the full title before google would suggest oh the artist right that movie and it was kind of uh, not hard to track down less accessible than you would think a recent best picture winner would be so it seems like this has kind of fallen by the wayside but
1: yeah it's it's um it's an interesting movie. We already mentioned that it's it, it's black and white, it's mainly silent, it's mm-hmm. just an orchestral score for mm-hmm. most of it. Um it's not it's yeah, it's really not something you see nowadays. Uh, uh, obviously our technology has gotten, <laughs> you know, way beyond all of that stuff when that was all that they had. Um so we've kind of left this whole genre and aesthetic kind of behind mm-hmm. and I I, I, th- I think it's not really something that a lot of people are l- necessarily looking for especially no. in the mainstream uh because I'm sure there's still silent films and you know, all of that stuff in you know smaller mm-hmm. I- I- indie stuff but this was an interesting one because it was a big like it you know it, it won best yeah. picture you know um which you know I think this year what is black panther is yeah. up for something so lo- like that so yeah it's it, it's crazy t- t- to see the differences um of 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 just what could possibly win that but i picked this one cuz i had heard good things mm-hmm. um but i think it was also the one that i knew the least about yeah and and am just like yeah I, I i had heard about this thing and it's so different mm-hmm. from everything else that i was like let's do that one and see yeah. what this is all about uh so yeah we went with the artist oh and it's it's also a, a very generic name it is <laughs> too which i in today's like computer run mm-hmm. google search algorithm yeah. S- seo type of stuff. Something that vague and that generic yeah. is it 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 makes it harder to find, which mm-hmm. might also be partly why it's just like it's it it didn't seem to be as accessible. But it's on Amazon Prime mm-hmm. Video right I, now. I I got this off of Fandango's movie watching service. In
0: addition to the movie tickets app, they have like a streaming platform. Yeah, I didn't know either, but is it was it the cheapest three? way to no you buy the movies no. but i was able okay. to buy this for a well i was able to rent it for a dollar so oh, okay.
1: it's just like a virtual red, Digital box. red box
0: yeah yeah
1: hey okay. <laughs> at the same time <laughs> um yeah cool cool well let's do a synopsis then for people who may not have seen this film
0: okay it is 1927 this is the heyday of silent film and there's this big film star named george valentine and he's like waving to people out on the red carpet. And this young lady like drops her purse and accidentally steps onto the red carpet with him. And he just sort of like makes a scene of it and like grabs her and kisses her on the cheek like, hi, I love my fans. And <laughs> she's like in the paper says, who's this girl? Who's this girl he's with? And she wants to be an actress, too. And she auditions and she gets like a tiny role in one of his movies. And they're like, oh, I remember you. And they really hit it off during the filming of this movie. And then sound pictures hit. And George Valentine's like, I'm not going to sound. This is some kooky new novelty. Nobody's going to come for sound. They come like for 3D. Me. Yeah, yeah.
1: 3D's not going to stick around.
0: And like his studio drops him. <laughs> You know, they don't, they want fresh faces for the fresh sound world. And he tries to make his own movie on his own and it bombs. And at the same time, he's like, his entire life is falling into shambles. Uh, The actress, Peppy, her career is skyrocketing. She's this huge new film star and you just watch their two careers move in like completely different trajectories and they still have this connection with each other. And it's about, you know, are they going to find each other again and like get George back on
1: their feet, and yeah. there's a dog. And also, kind of a romance. Yeah, but between them, as well, bit of a forbidden romance, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it it it's a lot of fun. They do a lot of uh interesting visual stuff. Yeah. Just with the film. Uh. Again, it's mainly silent, but even though the film is in. I think the one that I I I found um, was 720, but it it's still in the like square. Oh, huh. like it it it's good quality, but yeah. it, it's done in the square I thing. Didn't even so notice. yeah, um, huh. and that was inter- interesting. Yeah, it's it's not just like oh, we're just gonna desaturate mm-hmm. everything and make it black and white. It looked like it was filmed on, like, actual film cameras yeah. and, uh, like, made in on black and white film. I'm not sure if that's actually true or if that was yeah, I don't know. post, but it, it, it has that look.
0: Yeah, um, it's a lot more than just, like, we we turned the color off. Like, it does have this kind of older look to it. And when those title cards flash up, it's got that, like, kind of graininess to it, that an old, real, like... Title card inserted into a film wood, and it's got the same old typography.
1: Because you mentioned right before we went live uh, that we have done three movies since you've been on the podcast, or I I guess this year ish Mm -hmm. um, that were in black and white, but weren't really made in black and white times. Yeah, like they are somewhat more modern Mm -hmm. films. And the one that I'm thinking of right now, again, you're going to have to remind me of uh, the Much name, Ado
0: About it. Nothing.
1: That one. The Shakespeare that, one. Much that, Ado About Nothing. That, that one's was, also in b- b- black and white. That came out in
0: 2012. Can, that came out just like a year after this, I think.
1: There you go. Yeah. But it looks completely different. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's shot on a digital camera. Mm. It looks like they just put on a, a b- b- black and white filter. Like, mm-hmm. it... Not to say that that movie is worse or bad or stuff like that, but it's just, like, the attention to detail that they put on this film with making it actually look like the movies back then is phenomenal. Yeah. So, good stuff. Yeah, lots and lots
0: of details, production design. Like, it feels very authentic. And one thing I liked about it is that it felt like a movie that was happy to be a movie. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's it. oddly like very apt.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, a happy-go-lucky movie. And one fun fact about it, I found out while I was looking it up. It is the only Best Picture winner to ever be about the film industry itself. Interesting. Mm -hmm.
1: Hmm. Good to know. Fun stuff. Uh, John Goodman is in is in this film. I
0: know. I was so excited, and I had no idea there were like. Name actors in this thing. Because yeah, I knew like the two leads dude. were French.
1: I, 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 yeah. The G- George, the main character, he's played by a French yeah. actor. And then I want to say Pepe is too. I but think so. I'll, I'll, you know what? Let's, let's move on <laughs> into spoiler <laughs> stuff. Because c- c- I, I kind of have. I guess a couple questions about stuff like that. Okay. So okay. Um, let's go go ahead and do some spoiler stuff uh, while you guys might be turning everything off. Housekeeping. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, what did we do last week? We did Spider Man Blue, mm-hmm. uh, which was the second of our Valentine's Day kind of episodes and this is also kind of our third one
0: kind of yeah um,
1: it's it's a bit of a r- r- romance mm-hmm. um so yeah we have some previous valentine's day episodes before spider-man uh what was the one that that we watched
0: pushing daisies
1: pushing daisies that's right yes that, that one was phenomenal i mm-hmm. really liked that go watch it it's on CW Seed. Um uh, you and I also just recorded an episode of the Captain's Log. Um that I if you're live watching this with us right now, uh it's not up yet. It I, I it's almost done. I have to finish uploading stuff and mm. post it on our website. But it's getting there, and Melissa, you had the most insane <laughs> Like a d- manuscript that you brought, and we we talked about for, for, for a, a a bit there. Yeah, it was crazy. So go check it out. That's uh episode. That was episode thirty nine, I think, oh. of the captain's log. So go subscribe to that show as well. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think that's it for housekeeping stuff, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we have anything else like that. So. Without further ado, let's get into spoiler territory. Spoilers. Spoiler nerd. <laughs>
0: there we go.
1: Um, so I had a question. Okay, About yeah. the stuff. So this movie is a French movie, right? It's of like French director was made in, I, mean, I guess it's not made in France because the m- m- movie itself is set in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, it looks like Hollywood. Like, I don't think you can get palm trees in France anywhere as far as I know. I think this was like a a co-production because I thought it was okay. a French movie, too. And then I realized, wait, like there's a whole separate category for best foreign, foreign film. If this wasn't films, foreign, yeah. you know, if it was foreign, it wouldn't have won the best picture. So I think
1: it's a like a multicultural co-production. International production. <laughs> um. Yep. Because it confused me because, yeah, I thought it was a French film. I don't know how the Oscars work because I don't really give a shit about the uh, Oscars. Yeah. So I, I it it was like I, I didn't know that like foreign films can't just win best p- p- picture. That seems strange.
0: I, I know me, there's got to be but... some sort of like bureaucratic logistics thing where it's like completely foreign films. You go in the best foreign film category and like. A lot of co-productions. I don't. I don't know how it works. I'm not a big Oscars, not either. To be honest, I watched the entire ceremony the year Return of the King took home eleven awards, <laughs> and like sometimes I'll watch it if I'm like invited to somebody's party. But I'm I'm not a okay. big nerd about it personally. Yeah, I think because this is a co-production with an American studio, just with some French talent behind it that puts it into the regular picture qualification category.
1: Gotcha. Um cuz yeah the title cards are in or at least the one that I had I don't know if they have english title cards but the one that I watched all the title cards were in f- 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 french
0: Whoa. i mine were in english
1: i yeah i didn't mind it i actually huh. i kind of just left it but it was really strange to me cuz there, there's not very many Title cards. Mm-hmm. They come up every now and then, but even without understanding the fr- French, I was able to understand everything that was happening. Oh,
0: so there was not, like, one English word presented to you while you watched this movie?
1: Except the papers, like, <laughs> when they had, like, who is that girl?
0: <laughs> oh my god, we have had yeah, very no. different experiences then. Yeah,
1: and so, like, I I, I, th- I <laughs> thought about that as I was watching it, I was like, I wonder... <laughs> I I I wonder if it's supposed to be in French or if it, there's an English version so. or something. But yeah, so the ones I, I I had were in in French, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. It's a French movie. Uh, let's see how important these title cards are. There didn't seem to be much, so I was like, all right, you know who who cares? But all the actors seem to be speaking in English when they were mouthing words i I was like oh i recognize that word like i i I, yeah not that i can read lips Mm -hmm. very well but enough to to be like oh she actually said goodbye not like you know you know something in 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 french Mm -hmm. you know and i was like so are they is this a french film is is this is this is this just a whole charade (laughs) Like, is is this just part of the thing where, like, they're making it look like it's a French film? No, I... But I guess I, not. I had the title cards in English.
0: You must have gotten, like, the French released version of this.
1: Maybe
0: I did. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. But that's really cool, though, that, like, uh, even without understanding any of the title cards, you still got the entire story beginning to end with... Like nothing except for the things in the frame of the movie, like uh, little notes and newspapers and things like that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's all it's it's all very self explanatory mm-hmm. just to to watch it and see what happens. Like this guy's a big star. He's the he's the big thing. He's on stage for ten minutes, and and they're still you know like. Ah, Look at the dog. It's amazing. Everything's <laughs> amazing. Great right for um, the dog. And yeah, and then you just see his career tank as as talkies mm-hmm. are the next big thing. And here comes Peppy, who is this young, attractive star, mm-hmm. and uh, she, you, you know, she is she's becoming the next big thing she's on her way up as he's on his way down which happens actually visually in in the movie too
0: yeah on the Um, stairs
1: yeah there is the stairs scene where he's on the way out from basically being let go and fired and she's on her way in to a new production but they meet on the stairs where he's going down and she's going up and it's just like, oh, I like. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not that the, that's when it it clicked for me. I uh, understood before that, but yeah. it is just that's a really good visual metaphor. Yeah, and t- for this, like, t- this t- is a fantastic scene.
0: And I didn't even think about that, like, until you just brought it up that it is a representation of she's going up and he's going down i was just like wow yeah. look at how pretty those stairs are <laughs> i was yeah. focused on the literal like stairs themselves because it was yeah. a very pretty building <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's that and also in his movie that mm-hmm. that last movie that yeah. he makes um there's a lot of representation of like what is happening yes. to him and his l- 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 life um it it's kind of like an indiana jones doc savage kind of movie yes yeah it feels it, you know. very
0: doc savage
1: <laughs> and uh at the end of the movie there's a scene when the when his movie finally comes out and it's on october 25th which is the same day that her new movie mm-hmm. comes out and she goes to see his movie um and and they're like the scene where it shows her watching the film. Oh yeah! Uh, he's literally in quicksand, sinking, and the g- 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 girl in the movie that he l- loves can't do anything to mm-hmm. save him. And she's just like sitting there watching it all, and uh, like that's it. That's the end of the film. Yeah, it's grim. And that's exactly what's happening in the movie. Yeah. Where his career is sinking. And she's watching all of mm-hmm. this happen, and she has no idea what to do. Like she has no idea how to save him or mm-hmm. help him out. Um, and it's it's kind of a it's it's an oddly sad story for yeah. him. But it's weird because this is not a sad movie, really. No, like, it- it's 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 a comedy. It's mm-hmm. very upbeat for mm-hmm. most of it. Uh, there's a lot of good drama and stuff like that yeah so it's yeah it's yeah, it, the, the, there's also all sorts of stuff
0: it gets dark like at his lowest point he is about he puts a gun in his mouth
1: oh the one title card that was in english was that was one where bang. it said bang yeah
0: <laughs> and the bang is like You think he just shot himself, but she has crashed the car rushing to his place to try and find him.
1: Which was a fantastic little (laughs) bait and switch. Yeah, Yeah,
0: that was nice. This movie has a fairly simple story. Like, there's nothing about the story itself that's terribly new, but it is Mm -hmm. told with so much subtlety and so much craft to it. Like, you were mentioning stuff I didn't really pick up on so much, but... Which shows you that even for as simple as it is, like, this is something you could watch a lot of times and still notice, oh, oh, I see, like, this connects to this other thing. What I really appreciated about it and what I think is a benefit of the medium they chose to tell it in, the silent film, is that there's a lot of, like, quiet contemplative scenes. Yeah. Like, when, uh, after they've shot that first scene they have together in the one movie they're in together... Uh, she goes to his dressing room. She wants to like leave him a thank you note, and it's just her like taking a minute to like look around his dressing room, and she like slips her arm inside the suit coat of his that's hanging up on a hanger, and then she's like like she's doing this mime thing where like. You know, that old that thing people would do in 90s sitcoms where they'd wrap their arms around themselves and it's like they're making out with themselves. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah. She's doing that <laughs> thing. And it's just this lovely like couple stretches of like no title cards, no other interaction. It's just her on the screen in his space, like kind of absorbing who this man is. And it's re- it's really lovely.
1: And it's, there's it's it's an interesting scene because it's also kind of (laughs) creepy like she doesn't know this guy and she's in there like smelling his (laughs) jacket and stuff like that she's like what in the world but yeah at the same time it is this like kind of sweet though that she you know she's so like enraptured by this this guy just like who are you you're this big star like you know well, what is it like to be you? Mm-hmm. And then she becomes the next yeah, big star. Like you know, happy
0: is his fan, and she never stops being his fan. And I like that the movie it did kind of include both of that. Like she's his fan, and she is also his uh, his equal. Like they're peers, and they are you know love interests for each mm-hmm. other. And it doesn't forget that she was just a fangirl once. Like at the end, of like he sells off all of his property, like every souvenir, every like keepsake of all of his films just to like fund his life now that like he doesn't have a job and his wife has divorced him. And he finds that she has, she bought all of that and has been keeping it. And it's the sort of mixture of, oh, I I love this man as an artist. I want to have these uh, I want to have this memorabilia of his time as an artist. And this man is a, a friend and, you know, a very close dear personal friend of mine. And I want him to yeah. be able to have the things that are his, like there's this dual layer with a lot of the stuff that Peppy is doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, y- 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 even with, cause I mentioned all all the stuff, the, all the parallels that the stuff is happening in his life. And it's also happening in his movies. Um, even for her, uh her the movie that she makes that is also out on mm-hmm. uh oct- yeah, on, on october tw- 25th is called the beauty spot i believe yeah or something like that which is what he suggested that she wear and yeah. it's this thing that she's just always done and like here like it's it's this weird thing of, like, his influence over her is is still is what is making her such a big star. Yeah. I, even though he doesn't really know it, mm-hmm. you know?
0: Like, so. he was just sort of suggesting this thing to her, like, hey, if you want to stand out for the other girls, he just takes, like, an eyeliner pencil and, like, dots a little yeah. mole on her face. Like, here, yeah, now you look a little different. And yeah. it's just sort of this little playful thing he does that she, like, takes to heart and it turns into something really lovely for her. And I liked that it was, he had an influence on her career, but not in a way that, like, he did work for her or anything. Like, it was just the right level of involvement for him to have, like, in her life. Oh, I thought that was a nice touch that was really well-balanced. A lot of stuff in this movie is really well-balanced. Like, we were talking about how he's about to shoot himself in the mouth, but it's still a comedy. (laughs) Like... yeah it does like comedy and drama and like the
1: uh that that scene and and, yeah she finally gets to to the house she walks in the door and as he's like oh shit like i i i don't actually want to do this Mm -hmm. you know he he accidentally does fire the gun and the the dog who knows how to play dead is like
0: (laughs) it's the movie is also a love story about the man and the dog like that dog sticks with him through everything i get why that dog is is amazing about that dog
1: yeah that that dog is amazing (laughs) um just all of the the trick ticket there's so many also just like uh like visual film references because the film opens up literally in one of george's movies mm-hmm. where he's in some sci-fi film and he looks like he has oh, on some like headgear yeah. and he's getting electrocuted c- 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 and that looks like uh metropolis
0: oh the yeah. fritz lang
1: movie which i think came out in like 1927 yeah which is i, yeah. I think it, when it would the be year, w- this when film. the movie yeah. uh, opens up yeah um it looks like that scene when the robotic woman Mm -hmm. is getting shocked to life um and then yeah you have the dog which is like all of the like dog tv shows that that were like your lassies yeah and stuff like and you have that moment where Mm -hmm. the guy is in in trouble and the dog has to go find the policeman man, yeah, and he's just like, shoot you little dog. And there's that woman wh- who's like, "What are you doing? You're a cop. Go follow the dog. The dog <laughs> obviously <laughs> wants you to follow him. Someone's in trouble. Go I do your job." <laughs> he's just like, uh, "Should should I actually go? Should, is that a thing? Do I have to go follow this dog? Yes, you that, follow is that, a that, dog. Yeah. This
0: is Hollywood.
1: <laughs> is someone in the well?" <laughs> <laughs> And it, it, yeah, that that scene was really funny, too, because the, the cop had no idea what to do. And he starts like, like slow judge hogging, like, maybe I should speed up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and he's like, oh, shit, a fire.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it feels very authentic to the time, but it also kind of plays on just our perspective looking back on that time. Yeah like it feels true to itself but also like commenting on itself in this kind of weird middle ground i don't know like kind of the like the I... movie he makes that doc savagey movie mm-hmm. and like when it first shows him as like a jungle adventure i'm like oh no like there's going to be so many like just terrible encounters with the natives and you which
1: there was well well, I mean we we don't really see like the terrible encounter Mm -hmm. but there are natives you know it's like he's being attacked by the natives
0: and I like that the movie like wasn't lying about what that movie probably would have been but it also doesn't like go out of its way to show you like it doesn't show them like you see like guys in the costumes but they're not portrayed as like villains or anything like that you know like they're just sort yeah. of around and it's not exactly clear what role they're playing we know the audience because we know what kind of movies like that were being made in like 1929
1: white man trespasses yeah. on <laughs> so like it's,
0: it's not obsc- so it's very true to the fact that there were a lot of like colonial exploring types of movies then he, mm-hmm. of course he would make something like that but we're not gonna like Go out of our way to show you how terrible it was. You know, like you get the idea. Like yeah. I feel like that was handled very well.
1: <laughs> it's it. So that I think that kind of brings up maybe my only complaint mm-hmm. with this, or well, not my only one. I actually have two major ones, mm-hmm. but the first of of which is that everything felt shiny and new, and I don't like. You mentioned at the start that this film feels like it's a movie that is just happy to be a movie. Yes. Uh, which I think aptly fits. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's really what it was like. And I don't think it was. Um, yeah, it like is. I, 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 I know Hollywood back then was kind of in its heyday
0: mm-hmm.
1: of, of of just, oh, this is the good glamorous thing. But this is taking place. but like basically between world war 1 and world war 2. Yeah,
0: and like the stock market crash happens during this movie. Yeah,
1: and so like I just like, I mean there's a Netflix show called Babylon Berlin and it's a mm. German show. It's fantastic. Highly recommend you all go watch that show. But it also takes place like um like early 1930s mm-hmm. in Germany uh right before the not na- Nazis rise to p- power. Um And it's, 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 it's like a murder mystery detective show. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's fantastic. Not because there's Nazis in there. That's, that's, (laughs) that's like the over looming, like bad thing that's about to happen in in that show. Um, But it's, yeah, it takes place kind of around the same time. And they do a really good job of really showing how poor these people were, how dirty they were, you know? um that that whole that, the whole thing in this movie where all the g- girls went to find work and they he was he was like all right we need three ladies to, to do this who thinks they can do that and mm. all, all of them just swam like oh pick me look I, I i can do this and i can yeah. do the the Charleston, mm. and, you know and all, all, all of that stuff that was also in the Babylon Berlin show Mm -hmm. but before the the character in the Babylon Berlin show goes it shows her at her house basically mentioning she hasn't showered in a week and so she takes a washcloth and like wipes her armpits and wipes between her little legs and that's it Mm -hmm. and it's like well she's good for another three days (laughs) you know and it's just like that's disgusting like but and i like i i feel like that was a more accurate portrayal of what life was like (laughs) i i i don't know
0: no no i I get what you're saying back then
1: but this is
0: a period of everything was shiny and yeah glitz and glamour but also like we're in between two world wars like this is the stock market crash like the only person we see bad things happen to is really george But we know bad things must be happening to everybody just based on
1: this time period in history. It's like, it's not even that I want want to see more bad things happening. It's just like, I know Hollywood is trying to put on this air of, yeah, this Mm -hmm. glitz and glam and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But you also see a lot of scenes that, like, they're not on set or they're not, or they're Mm -hmm. driving to the set and it's just like it it doesn't matter where they are everything looks shiny everything looks new all the cars yeah like there's no Uh,
0: bum on the street or anything like that there's no dirt there's no
1: grime and that was that was like the one weird thing like visually that i was just Mm -hmm. like huh i get that yeah but i i guess in the long run i I, that's me being a weird nitpicky I
0: no, I, under, I understand I it. Yeah, that wasn't something I had really noticed. I think I was just happy to watch a movie that was so like, clean and crisp. And it's got this one black hole in it, which is George. But yeah. everything around him is kind of nice and neat. And that what that's what makes him such an aberration in the story. Oh, it worked yeah. for me while I was watching it. I want to talk yeah. really briefly about George's wife. Go for it. I thought she was interesting because this is kind of a stock character sort of thing you would see in a lot of other movies and you can kind of, and I, so he's this big star and he's out there like, he's not really a philanderer, but he's kind of flirty, you know, when Peppy accidentally steps on the red carpet, he like kisses around the big star. Yeah, yeah. And his wife gets crabby at him and he like buys her like the, the string of pearls. And I like that there's this montage and they're just sitting opposite each other across this big table just reading newspapers not looking at each other and you keep seeing it flash to her in different outfits as like time progresses and she's wearing like more and more jewelry as he has kept like pissing her off and then like buying her affections again yeah <laughs> and i feel like in another movie like she would just be that she would just be this kind of stern, you know, crabby lady at the other end of the table that he just has to keep buying off. But there's Mm -hmm. this moment where she comes to him and she says, George, we have to talk. I'm unhappy. Yeah. And like, she's really vulnerable. Like, she's not the antagonist in that moment. She's her whole own character. And she's, like, acting on you know her own interests. And she's like, I'm not happy. I'm getting out of here for me. And I feel like we would have seen something like this in an older movie, but she would not have been given that kind of depth to her. She would not have been a real person like she feels like in this movie, even for as briefly she as she appears. probably
1: would have just disappeared and they wouldn't have said a thing and just moved on. Yeah. You know? um. And it's like, oh, well, here's the new young star. Mm-hmm. Or here's, they would have had, had her, like,
0: star. storm off in a huff, like, huh, you know, I married you for your money, and if you can't give me the money, I'll marry somebody else. And now she's just like, I'm unhappy.
1: But she also <laughs> didn't take anything except basically what she was wearing. Like, uh-uh. if she wanted to, like, I mean, she she did leave the note that, that basically said, hey, get your stuff out. You have two weeks. Yeah,
0: so she kind of took,
1: like, uh it seems her like her stuff
0: it, it seems like she might have taken like the house or something like that and he was so destitute after that well he also did lose his job but it didn't seem like
1: yeah and the stock market k- k- crash <laughs> you know
0: <laughs> yeah uh
1: but it yeah like i mean because after because he he also still has that auction too yeah to just get rid of all of his stuff mm-hmm. all of his memorabilia b- 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 and so yeah, I mean it, it, they didn't really make it seem like she married him for the money.
0: Exactly. Or and like
1: stuff like that. So.
0: The actual like late 1920s version of that character might have done something like that and this version didn't.
1: Yeah, like which that. is nice. Yeah. Good good stuff to see. I, uh but yeah, she kind of storms off and then that's it.
0: Yeah, afterwards. and I think that's the strength of this movie that a character that appears so briefly like feels very real and feels like something from the time but just a- appropriately updated like nothing yeah. feels uh anachronistic but nothing also feels like unaware of what 2011 is you know like it, fe- it all yeah. feels like an a- appropriate treatment of what that time was
1: 2011 man good times <laughs>
0: <laughs> Worrying um, about the
1: apocalypse. Speaking of side characters,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I Clifton was his name in yeah the, the movie the Driver. Babe, dude, as I like
0: to <laughs> call dude. him,
1: because I don't remember his actual name.
0: James Cromwell.
1: Yeah, that guy, Babe, dude. Babe, um, dude.
0: <laughs> he that guy
1: does not age.
0: Yeah, I think he has always been old. <laughs> he's been old since we were like
1: 4. But yeah, he was old when Babe came out. <laughs> and then I remember I watched LA c- c- Confidential like that? a year ago and he's he, he's in that and he, he's a c- cop and he's old in that too. <laughs> and then here's this and he's like he's the, he looks the same. He doesn't age. But at the same time like I like He's he's not, like, old where he can't do anything. Like, you yeah, see him kneeling did. on one knee, getting up and down. He's c- carrying the main character at one point. Like, th- well. w- this guy is an alien. He's a superhuman. <laughs> I don't understand it. He has super strength and super joints. Like, he needs to be in more, because he's a good a- actor, too. Like he he needs to be in more stuff. He's fantastic. I
0: watched a, a day of twenty four once just to see what that show was like, and he was in that. I think he was Jack Bauer's dad, and he was pretty good.
1: That's funny. <laughs> yeah, like I I he 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 was a good character, yes. but he uh he had that awkward moment where jo- George wakes up in Pepe's house and he comes in to g- give him something and he's like oh why are you here he's like i work for her now <laughs> <laughs> after, after after you fired me i went to where the money was <laughs>
0: no, but he worked for george for free for a year just out of loyalty which is so sweet and george fired him out of loyalty like you need to make a real living
1: stop hanging around me yeah, and he's just You're like free now. why are you doing this like i like i I, you're a star you're an artist mm-hmm. like i'm here to like help you out and he's just like n- n- no dude <laughs> i'm done move on <laughs> leave yeah. me here to die <laughs> leave me here to die suffocating my own sadness <laughs> um yeah and but like I, and 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 then i th- so let's talk about i guess his nightmare
0: I love that. That was an nightmare. interesting scene because I didn't know what was going to happen. I'm like, oh, does the is the movie turning into this from this point on? Is this that's the rest what of I the thought so
1: too? I was like, oh, that that would be an an ingenious yeah. kind of thing. That halfway through, there's sound and he has to kind of get used to sound because that would also be an interesting metaphor. Um, and no, it's just a nightmare where everything has sound except for him Mm -hmm. he's an artist without a voice yeah literally um he he's kind of in this depressive state where he doesn't really know what he Mm -hmm. wants to do Mm -hmm. uh which i being an artist myself i've absolutely had that thing and it 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 sucks to be in that depressive state and just be like i don't Know if anything I'm doing is really worth it, or if mm-hmm. it matters, or you, you know. And it, yeah, it it was a fascinating scene. Uh, which I also think that that scene may have been filmed, or I I I don't want to say filmed silently, but sound <laughs> effects were added yes, into yes. like it those... rather than like, let's just have him be silent and record everything else. It sounded like they recorded it normally. And they took all of the sound out and then yeah. a- added in sound effects, which yeah, was an int- 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 interesting way to go about it.
0: Yeah, because I don't think you hear like normal everyday sounds like clothes wrestling against each other as you move or footsteps. It's like he sets and down a glass. And the gla- okay. But it's a but lot of y- like any sound that is not significant is removed.
1: You don't hear his breathing yeah Yeah, you don't hear his clothes kind of rustling but Mm -hmm. you do hear his footsteps you do hear items being knocked down stuff like that it's basically every object object except for him minus his footsteps Mm -hmm. but yeah but yeah
0: yeah what a fantastic like tense scene like when that feather Is like slowly drifting. I was like, it's gonna
1: be really loud. It's gonna be so loud. It makes
0: an explosion (laughs) noise when it hits the ground, and it's so great. I liked George's descent into just destitution. Like, it was just like, it's sad, but it's so well done, sad. Like that nightmare he has, and when he, like, he, he moves into this little cheap house by himself, and he's stuffed all of his, like, big star souvenirs in there. So it's filled with, like, expensive art and sculpture just shoved into, like, a tiny house with, like, three bottles of booze and the yeah. ice box. And, like, he, ha- he has this fantasy that, like, his role from that Doc Savage film, like, is, like, six inches tall and comes strutting up to him on the bar top and is, like, pointing and yelling at him. <laughs> do something get on with your life yes <laughs>
1: um yeah that it's it's an it's an interesting film mm-hmm. for sure and my other uh uh-huh. oh, go ahead you no, were I, to say something
0: i just want to stop and say that my favorite part of it was definitely when him and peppy are falling for each other when they have to do that like he Okay, so in this movie, his character, it seems like he's maybe a spy, and he's just sort of like walking across this dance floor at some fancy party to yeah, get to his informant. That's an awesome And scene. he like, Peppy is just the role of just a woman he like stops and dances with for a minute just as he's like just sort of dancing from person to person to move across the ballroom. And the film shows us he has to stop and record it over and over again. And
1: there's this is after he caught her in his room and so he's he has this weird like what what yeah, is going on no, i like?
0: think it's before it before yeah because like
1: well, so it, I, I i guess then it's after she kissed him on the red carpet
0: yes it's after and that
1: it's all in the papers it's the, you yeah. know this is the big headline news so he's like huh who is that girl
0: and he has to start this scene over and over again because I keep like flubbing up something. And there's always this couple seconds of him like after they hit like the clapboard, he's just there, kind of collecting himself, and like he's so like nervous and flustered like in,
1: into his thoughts. Yeah, yeah and like, like it's not about wrong with it's
0: me. not about being an actor. It's about being with her and just them like dancing with each other. It just A couple times over and over again and it's so like slow and sweet and you don't need like anything that they're saying you just need like the way they're moving and the way they look at each other like that is one of the best and the most unconventional falling in love montages i've ever seen in a movie yeah
1: yeah like i think that's what i'm going to remember
0: from this movie years from now
1: and you're totally right. The scene where she goes into his room is immediately after yeah. that. Because um, I, in, in my head, I was thinking, like, man, she must be <laughs> nervous. Because, like, it's one of those things where, like, 50 girls lined up that morning yeah. to, you know, be on, on the stud. If she's making him flustered and he's the star, yeah. wouldn't they just get rid of her? <laughs> you know? And 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 she like she seems to be fine. She seems to be loving it. And then afterwards, she's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna go see if he's in his room and talk to him." Mm-hmm. And she he's not there. And that's when she's like, "What do you smell like?" i my <laughs> number on your mirror. Uh, <laughs> which they don't really like. She writes something on she there. Writes, but thank you. Yeah. Um, it's. Blurry, though, once you actually do get to see it, because it's not, like, focused on that, but... Um, yeah. yeah. She does that immediately afterwards, but that's a fantastic scene. Mm-hmm. I do like that one a lot. I was going to go into my second complaint okay. about this film. I think it's too long.
0: It is longer than I thought it was going to be when I sat down to watch it.
1: And this is... A difficult thing mm-hmm. for me because I don't think any of the moments are wasted, yeah. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. I don't feel like scenes lingered too long mm-hmm. or there was an unnecessary, like, B story. Um, it, Like, I think everything had its place and everything was very tight. Mm-hmm. It, it just, they told us a lot. Yeah. And very, like, it's very plain to see that uh, the director... Uh, who, do you know who this was directed uh, his by? His name is Michael
0: you know? or Michel Hizanovicius, maybe the European okay, pronunciation. That's right. Yeah,
1: because I, I I saw it and I was like, "Havana That's that. That's an awesome name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, like it, very obviously, they know how to tell a story, mm-hmm. and at, like, he, like here's the information you need to know. I think I'm kind of a testament. To that because i it, all of the title yeah. cards and stuff were in in french so i just watched it visually but i feel like i understood it 100 mm-hmm. percent right um but yeah like <clears throat> like i i felt like it's not that there were parts that i felt like didn't need to be there or stuff like that it, it, it like it was just and, yeah, like, it It was just, it, it's a little bit long, and I know you can tell that story j- 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 just mm-hmm. as effectively by cutting out 20 minutes.
0: Yeah, like, I think right at the beginning of the movie where we're watching that premiere of his film, there is, like, a shot that goes on for, like, a little bit too long of just the audience, like, watching the movie. And I'm like, I I got this, like, 10 seconds ago. It's okay like no. i think the emotional beats like i said i really like the kind of quiet contemplative like yeah. just one character like moving around the room by themselves moments but i think some of the like hollywood stuff you could trim a little bit because it is something everybody's so familiar with like and the shorthand for it is so efficient like we get it we don't need as much of it anymore
1: yeah yeah so that, that and i mean i mean that's the thing. I I want to, I've tried to do it in the past, 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 but I want to make sure if I'm bringing up something I don't like about mm. a film or a comic or something like that to have some kind of potential solution. Yeah. Um, of just like, hey, it's too long. They could have cut this one mm-hmm. particular scene, but mm-hmm. this is one that I don't know. Like, yeah. I, it's it's such a good film and it's so tightly packed and there's so much that mm-hmm. happens in this film that I think it 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 would be really difficult to make it any shorter than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was sitting there I was like, man, this is this has been going on <laughs> for a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I I think it ended really well mm-hmm. when she kind of offers him a job.
0: Yeah. And was
1: like, "Hey, you can join me in my movies." And that's when it kind of moves into the uh oh god, what were their names? Um they did all the Christmas movies like Bing Crosby and Oh no, I think Fred you're thinking and, Yeah, I
0: think you're thinking of like a Fred Astaire Ginger Rogers sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, that type of thing where or like a yeah. Gene Kelly and somebody. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that that type of thing. Um where yeah they you know they start acting together but they're in like 13 movies together yep. and it's, yeah. it's it's you know they're all that like will they won't they are they kind of in love they do song and dance together and mm-hmm. stuff like that um and that was kind of neat too cuz it's not only like hey we're still figuring out talkies it's like mm-hmm. hey here's more like film references of, yeah. two of Kind of what they're moving towards, mm-hmm. uh, which was neat. um Okay, and last thing that I uh-huh. think I have to say about this film, I, it's not—is it Vincent Price that he kind of looks like? To me, that's immediately what I jump to. I was like he kind of looks like a knockoff Vincent Price.
0: When I look back on him, I think he kind of looks like Walt Disney. I think guys back then just looked like that.
1: Yeah. Like our grandpas probably look. looked like that. There, there, there was a certain look. Um, <laughs> but it, just in my head at that moment when I was watching this film, I was like, he looks like a knockoff Vincent P- Price. Yeah, he's got like a little he's like, pencil stash. He's like a Vincent Budget.
0: Vincent coupon.
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Vincent Price is from St. Louis, and every day I keep waiting for somebody to start a local pizza restaurant called Vincent Slice because we're also (laughs) a pizza town, and nobody's done it yet.
1: (laughs) There you go. That's that's what you need to start.
0: John Goodman is also a Missourian. And I, when I was watching this movie, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know he was in this. I'm so disappointed. This is a silent movie because he's got such a magnificent voice."
1: Yeah. Thank does.
0: goodness you get that like tiny little bit of dialogue at the end, and he gets like, to say it's something.
1: It's terrific. Like, oh, thank goodness! They're oh, thank
0: you. great. <laughs> <laughs> you know what John Goodman does is uh, at the St. Louis Zoo, he is the voice introducing the sea lion show. You know, where the sea lions, like, slide around on their bellies and, like, go down the slides and they bounce the balls around? The intro voice is, hi, I'm John Goodman. Welcome to the Sea Lion
1: Show. (laughs) That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. Um, Yeah, so you you did get a bit of his voice at the end there, uh, which is fantastic. But, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I I, I don't think this film is for everyone being as artsy as it is being silent. I think think it
0: is maybe the most approachable silent film. Like, if you wanted to try one, this is probably the best one to try. Especially if it's a modern film and you don't get, like, uh, just all the problematicness that comes with a movie from, like, the 20s or 30s. Yeah, I mean, there's
1: still a lot of problematic stuff happening in modern films too but uh yeah it's it's i i i think it's a good one to start but i i think it also you have to go in with like this is more modern so it is more palatable but at the same time it's also a very artsy film yes um so yeah just know that going into Mm -hmm. it if you're trying to Send this to someone else. I
0: think artsy sometimes comes off as like pretentious or exclusive, or like you have to be a certain kind of person with like a certain kind of like mindset or intelligence level or like cultured background to get it. And this is like it's artsy, but it's also like simple enough and like, yeah, it's very simple and grounded in very familiar things to us. So I think it's something just about anybody, I mean, if you. If you've already decided you want to watch a silent black and white movie, this has got you. Like, you are at the level you need to be at to watch this movie. It doesn't ask anything more of you than just reading. Or not reading, in your case, because it was in French.
1: Yeah. Who knows? Um, If you had to pitch some other things that other people might like, if they liked this, and you're like, hey, if you liked that, you should also check out these things. what what would you tell them to go check out?
0: I really liked this, but also the whole time I was watching and I kept thinking, <laughs> I could be watching Singing in the Rain. Have you ever seen *Singing in the Rain*?
1: I actually haven't. I'm not a big musical.
0: Okay, okay. This is—you
1: should know this by now. I know, Melissa. It like, <laughs> is
0: the musical musical, and I really recommend you watch it because it's such a fantastic film, start to finish. And it is a really similar plot to this. It is about like this huge star, who—it's um, uh, about the uh, the transition from silent films to sound films. And it's a huge star who has this like one starlet he's in all of these movies with and the whole like, you know, tabloid charade is, oh, are they a couple Where secretly like they he cannot stand her. And she's really like trying to make them a couple just for like the career aspect of it, just because it looks good in the papers. And they're about to star in their first uh, sound film together, and she has such a terrible, screechy, cartoony voice that they have to get somebody else to, like, dub over her lines for her. Amazing. And so there is this – like, he goes to a party, and, like, he accidentally knocks a – knocks a glass of champagne or a cake or something onto this young dancer and he follows her and tries to apologize to her and like they start a little romance and it isn't one of those like i'm a budding actress and i'm a big fan of yours i don't know if i'm really gonna let you know it it's it's the dark version of this not the dark version of this but like the version it's
1: a dark and gritty musical no, like where... There
0: was a version where george and peppy met each other and they were like super bickering and then it took them a little while to figure out that they like each other that's what yeah. singing in the rain is
1: okay gotcha. So,
0: i really recommend it like it's like the quintessential like big happy like hollywood musical like you're going to watch this and see so many things that it influenced later. I think it's really good just as, like, a big historic part of the cinema landscape. Like, if you're, even if you're still not a musicals person, yeah, or if you can't get into, like, the pacing and the style of an older movie, still watch Singing in the Rain. Like, I think it's, it's that quintessential, like, to the
1: film experience. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh I mentioned it at the top of the show, uh Met- Metropolis.
0: I have seen Metropolis.
1: That uh was I believe the first silent movie that I ever watched. Mm-hmm. Uh and yeah, it's really good. It's also very long. Yeah. Uh but it's like it was actually made in the like 1920s. Mm-hmm. Um and I believe it's a German film. Uh, but yes. yeah I, I all you can get all the title cards in english and stuff like that but it's uh yeah it's it's fascinating it's sci-fi it's mm-hmm. um it's actually really good like that one and, and this film too despite its length kept my interest mm-hmm. um and, and and it's just like huh this is this is fascinating there's action there's a suspense there you know um and it's it's kind of about this guy who falls in love with this woman that he saw once and follows her dead down in, into like the like working coal mines mm-hmm. where he has this weird sci-fi vision of this like <laughs> yeah. metallic g- g- god yeah. and th- the story goes all over the place but it's 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 one of those things where it's like, it's so ridiculous that it's, it's fascinating. Just Mm -hmm. like, this is amazing. Like, I just would have watched because it goes to all of these crazy, like, I didn't know they were going to do this. There's a robot woman. What the hell? (laughs) You know, uh, there's a witch. There's a a savior figure. Like what in the world? Yeah.
0: There's a lot going on. Metropolis is neat. I, I had like a board game night with my brothers once and we put that on in the background just to like listen to the score and like look up at when we're waiting for somebody else to take a turn like if you don't know if you're invested in sitting down for like a two and a half hour silent movie it's good background stuff for something like that try it out that
1: that that one i think is like silent films 101 or just film history yeah 101 You you shouldn't watch that it's fantastic um but it's it's also like sci-fi 101 like this is some of the earliest like sci-fi film Mm -hmm. that there is if not the first thing i I don't know but uh yeah good stuff that's Mm -hmm. what i would recommend yeah um okay
0: okay now you're ready
1: now I am ready. I just cut out a large <laughs> chunk of us recording because I was the unprepared to pitch stuff, but I was also prepared at the same time because I'm an idiot and I forgot things. Um, So you kind of did a third romance Valentine's Day thing, and I say screw romance. No! No more no. romance no. this month. We are going to go... Um mind fucks
0: mind fucks
1: yeah a, a, a week of mind fucks i like uh this. so i i mean if if you think fucking is r- romantic there you go but uh <laughs> this is not the same um pitch number 1 uh huh legion season 1 ooh okay this was a, i believe on fx yes um it is a X-Men show. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't know if a lot of people knew that going in, uh but it follows the X-Men Legion, uh whose mutant power is that he has split personalities and all of his split p- personalities have different mutant abilities. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't some are good, some are bad, some you never really know what you're going to get. Uh, So he's this kind of, like, mentally unstable Mm -hmm. character. Um, And he's kind of going through, I guess, therapy? Slash he's being experimented on and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's one of those things you don't know what's real, what's in his head, and stuff like that. Um, And it's really, really neat. Um, It has this kind of like 1970s vibe huh. to it like the, the the fashion and the style like that's kind of what it looks like um, I forget when it's actually taking place so it might be in that time frame but yeah it's kind of about him d- dealing with all of that and learning to cope and escape from this facility and is he really escaping and I don't know I don't know what, what the fuck is going on with that show um but it is fantastic and uh god damn it i forget everyone's name i'm terrible with names who's the actress from parks and rec not uh the main ones but the sarcastic one that is in love with chris Pratt. Aubrey plaza she's in the, in okay. this and she's fantastic oh, nice. in the show she is amazing um and yeah, it, it it this is just a big mindfuck of what the hell is going on, and there is a scene where it goes into black and white uh, oh. silent film stuff where they do the title cards and everything, so when I picked uh this movie to cover this week, I was like oh, there's a scene like that in Legion <laughs> okay. maybe I should pitch that next week, what could I pick p- p- Alongside Legion, oh yeah, Legion was a mindfuck. Let's just do all mindfucks this week. <laughs> I like this, this week.
0: How long is Legion?
1: Legion, uh, season one, I believe, is only six episodes. Oh, okay. But uh, I think they're all an hour long. But they're okay. on TV, so they're all like actually forty minutes. Yeah. Long. I know it used to be on Hulu. I don't know if it still is or not. But I wanted to watch season one. I think season two is already out. I have not seen season two. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have seen season one, and it's good. It'll be interesting to talk about. Okay. Uh, Pitch number two is maybe one of my favorite uh, anime movies.
0: Uh, It's
1: by Satoshi Kon. This is Perfect Blue.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Uh, this is also a very fucked up film. Yeah. Um, it, he, he does it. He, a lot of he, the, the stuff that Satoshi Kon does, all of it is a mind fuck. Yeah. Uh, Pep, Pep, hmm Uh, Millennium Actress is not as much of a mind fuck, but it's still this idea of mixing reality with stuff that's not real. Mm-hmm. Um and what was the paranoia agent was the yeah. t- TV show he did. That was a mind fuck. But Perfect Blue. Mm-hmm. Um I saw this film and I was I I I loved it immediately. <sighs> it's a very slow film, though. That is okay. that is the one thing that's like you you need to be prepared for that. It moves very slowly. Um, but it is creepy. It is weird. I have I I've seen it four or five times. I still don't know if I understand exactly what happened. Have you seen the movie Black Swan? With uh, uh, what's her name?
0: I have not, but I do. I know what Perfect Blue is. Like that was something that I read about in An America Anime Magazine when I was like twelve years old. Like from the time there I started getting into anime, I know that was like one of the most prolific anime films
1: you could watch. Uh Black Swan is kind of a remake of this yeah. film which is I think based off of like a short story.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but it's this idea that there's this young pop I- 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 idol who wants to become an actress so she quits her mm-hmm. singing career. Uh and meanwhile there is this guy that is in love with her and is stalking her mm-hmm. and it's one of those things of like I, is is this all really happening? Is this made up in her mind? Uh is there really a stalker? Is this guy even real? What is happening? Uh is she on a movie set right now? Is this the movie? Yeah. What is going on? Um so that is pitch number 2. Mhm. Pitch number 3. Season 1 of Mr. Robot. Ah. Have have you heard about this show?
0: Um, in a general sense, I don't really you know remember it exists. Anything. I know it exists. <laughs> I know it stars Robbie Malik and mm-hmm. Christian Slater. Yes, some eighties man.
1: Okay, yeah, Christian Slater. Um, Mister Robot is, I I've I've only seen season one of the, the show, so I also need to catch up on this show. Mm. But I loved season one. It is fantastic. It's about this young guy who is a hacker uh-huh. um he works for a big c- company uh kind of working in their cyber se- security mm-hmm. department um and he's supposed to keep it safe but at night you know he goes home and he hacks stuff and stuff like that um and he kind of gets involved in this really big hack that is going on uh and it's it, there's this whole, yeah, it's just, uh, it, it ends up being this, like, they're stealing money or something, you know, you know, something like that. But then it gets to be this thing of like, wait a minute, is this hack really actually happening? Is this a real thing? Is he making it up all in oh. his head? Is it, you know, it, what is happening he- here? And it's, it's a big mind fuck too, mm. but it wears... Uh, a lot of its influences on its sleeve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much like, oh, this is influenced by this movie and this show and this. And it's, at the same time, it's influenced by so many things that it's it's kind of, it makes its own thing, mm-hmm. which is neat, but it's still like, oh, yes, they they took the narration from uh, that, ta- I, I believe it's the taxi m- 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 movie or Leon the... Leon the professional, you mm-hmm. know, that type of stuff, the like 80s hacking mm-hmm. vibes and stuff like that are like the definitely, you, 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 you know, all of that stuff. It's also like V for Vendetta mm-hmm. and Fight Club type of stuff, um, like all mixed in, in towing. So it's fantastic. I, I love that show as well. But yes, uh, Remy Malik, I believe is how you say his mm-hmm. name. Uh, he's the main character. Uh, he does all of the narration, too. Um, and Christian Slater is one of the other main characters. Uh, and it, it, it is a fantastic show. Nice. What pitch a variety one, of things. Pitch number one was Legion, season one. It's six episodes. Uh, pitch number two is Perfect Blue. It's a movie. Uh, and I believe it's like an hour and a half to two hours. And Mr. Robot season one, I believe, is 13 episodes.
0: Okay. Uh, I love me some X-Men. I love weird computer things. But Perfect Blue is like one of those things I put on my to-do list when I was 12 and then forgot about. Now it's I'm like, oh, It's yeah. probably
1: good that you didn't watch it when you were 12. I
0: probably shouldn't have. I tried there's, to of the Fireflies. I'm not doing that again. That's,
1: that's depressing. Kids, that kids is the most depressing Gra- movie ever. don't
0: watch grave of the fireflies trust us it's too sad but
1: it's it's not that this is just like whoa this is a mind fuck what's going on there's some really fucked up stuff yeah, that happens yeah, and, like, in Yeah, that perfect was the impression blue.
0: I got when I'm like 12 years old reading an anime magazine like oh I'll have to see this someday both one maybe when I'm a little older and two when I can get a hang when I can get a hold of it because like I'm 12 and I get 5 dollars a week in allowance and there's no like real internet shopping yet at least not the way my parents can get so yeah. This this is another thing I hope to do with the show. Like, remember anime I read about when I was twelve, and now that I'm an adult and I have like money and the internet and I, you know, my mom's not looking over my shoulder. Like, what are you watching? Now I can watch it all. Let's watch there you Perfect go. Blue. I can knock that off my list.
1: Perfect Blue. This is one of my all-time favorite movies. Awesome. Um, yeah, I I I think I would put it up there in my top three.
0: Ooh. Just, this
1: is this is a good fucking movie
0: nice
1: um yeah i am excited
0: mm-hmm. the
1: perfect blue for this next week
0: there'll be two blue things from you in a row we did spider-man blue, blue
1: oh yeah now and then perfect blue
0: <laughs> it's like next we could I... put a third thing in there but you're not gonna get better than perfect blue like so uh, <laughs> it'd be a step wasn't down there or? some
1: like 90s or like early 2000s like uh, like surfer kind of thriller movie. Blue Crush. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. We
0: can watch Blues Brothers next.
1: <laughs> yeah, or didn't Elvis make a blue movie? I know he had like. Did not he do White?
0: Maybe, maybe. we could watch David, David Lynch's blue, blue Velvet. That falls into go. the mindfuck category.
1: Who knows? <laughs> uh, We'll see how long we can keep this blue theme (laughs) going.
0: (laughs) If we have to find a green movie.
1: There you go. Um, Well, that being said, this was episode 45 of The Review Show. Next week will be uh, episode 46. We'll be covering Perfect Blue. Melissa, where can they find you on the interwebs?
0: They can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkieWit. That's W I L K Y W I T.
1: You can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at Yo Kyle Springer. That's where you guys can yell at me on the interwebs. Uh, if you want updates with this show, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. If you enjoyed this show or any of our other podcasts, I I, I guess I should say our other podcast. Um, you guys can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the whatnots for just a single dollar. That One. would be fanta- fantastic. Uno dollar. One. Um, new episodes of the review show come out on Wednesdays. If you would like to get them early, Patreon is the place to do that. You get all of our podcasts early uh you know what i g- 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 guess i can say any of our other podcasts because we have the captain's log and the reactor core yeah which we haven't done anything for in but a like long we're time. getting
0: into like a good movie season like we're gonna have captain marvel i want to go exactly. see shazam
1: blockbusters mm-hmm. um so all of that stuff if you guys want to get all of our episodes early patreon is the place to do so or if you want to hang out in the live stream yeah. with us, uh, actually, you and I need to talk about that because we 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 t- talked about maybe making the live streams for this show specifically exclusive to patrons. Yeah, we know, well, you and I will have to talk yeah. about that. But for the time being, and mm-hmm. quite possibly the rest of the future, who knows what we will d- decide? You can watch this show live. Every Sunday, usually at noon, um, <laughs> noon Eastern time. Uh, and this week we started a little bit late, but that's usually when you can catch us. We are at twitch.tv slash the whatnots or at the whatnots.com slash the whatnots.com slash live streams. Yep. Uh, yeah, I think that is all, all, the, all the things. Go like, share, subscribe. We'll see you next week, guys. All right. Adios guys. Bye. Bye